Welcome to the I Am Katie Joem show. What follows I Am creates our reality. It's a powerful statement to either build us up or build us down. The show is all about giving you the stories, the lessons, the blessings to build you up and create that beautiful life within us and around us. Hi, beautiful ones. Welcome back and thank you for joining me on this beautiful day. Hello, hello. Right, we're going to dive into three areas, really three key elements that have really built up my life. And when we say about how we build up our life and how I, our I am's really create our reality within us and all around us, right? These three elements have created such a momentum within me. I just have to share all of this with you guys. And these three elements have really been the foundation to rebuilding my life, to rebuilding myself and just really connecting back with myself as well. And truly on, on my hand on my heart, I've never felt so much happiness, joy, and peace. And I just feel like each time I embody these three elements throughout the course of the year, I feel like they get stronger and stronger and with the happiness and the joy and the peace within me just amplifies even more as I'm putting these things into practice more and more. So I'm really excited to dive into these today with you guys. And like I said, it's been the the foundation to creating my beautiful life and the joys and the fulfillment and the success that has, has followed from it, really. So these three elements are movement, mindfulness, and manifestation. I've been really using these tools for the last decade, really, to create my business success. But when it came to my internal success, there was a lot lacking. And using movement as part of my wellness company with Juice Plus, it's been a big part of who I am. And I've fallen in in and out of love with movement. But with tying it into these other three elements, it's really created that beautiful harmony between myself and exercise, which I know some of you do struggle with. You you struggle to fall in love with the aspect of movement. So we're going to dive into that a little bit in a moment. The other element is mindfulness. And like I said, each of these elements have so much to them, so much depth to each individual one of them, that when we practice mindfulness on so many different levels, again, we can be more mindful of our thoughts, our feelings, our relationships, our friendships, you know, what we're putting into our bodies, what are we thinking about on a daily basis, what we tell ourselves, the I am statements that we create for ourselves and the stories that we also create for ourselves as well. And being mindful, again, there's so many different pillars to this, which we can, again, dive into, is really, really, really powerful. And practicing mindfulness around meditation, journaling, and really being at one with nature, as corny as that sounds, it it really has helped me become this elevated version of myself. And then the third element is manifestation, which is probably one of my favorite topics to talk about. I could spend a whole episode just talking about manifestation in itself. And we'll dive into that deeper because 
my passion really comes through with this and it it shows up so much in my life that I'll probably ramble on about this way more than the other elements because I, I am really excited because you get to really visually see the results of manifestation. So let's dive into movement and how important that is. So with these three elements, like I said, they all tie in so beautifully together and movement has been my therapy for me in terms of how it ties into my mindset, how I feel, how I have a relationship with my body and how I nourish myself. So over a year ago, I started to get into yoga and I've been introduced to yoga on and off throughout the years, but I could never really truly get into it. And my frustration, or as I like to replace frustration with fascination, my fascination was that I used to really struggle in getting into the pose and keeping it in the flexibility and, and all of that. And I quickly learned that yoga isn't about flexibility. Most of the time, it's just about showing up. It's about using that space to connect, to feel, to embody the movement that you are doing. And certainly for us beautiful females, you know, even for the males too, how you can connect with yourself in challenging yourself through movement of yoga is so powerful. So there's also so much spiritual behind it as well. I could go so much more deeper in all of this, but how movement helps us, whether that's you are doing yoga or some sort of high intensity training or weightlifting, or you're simply running or whatever it may be. Yoga for me was the start of rebuilding my love for fitness. And it's then it kind of moved into, you know what, I'm running in nature more. I am doing my 25 minute HIIT workouts from home and enjoying it again. And then it gave me the courage and the strength and also the enthusiasm to then start going to the gym and being around other people working out as my confidence took a, a huge back step in that arena. I then decided that I was ready to face going into the gym and I haven't had a a problem with how I look in the gym. It's how the gym made me feel, made me feel inadequate. I would walk around the space just feeling lost and not really knowing what to do. I don't know if you guys ever can relate to that. So again, I just fell in love with it. And when I fell in love with it, it was because I was doing things that aligned with me. So Doing steady flow yoga helped me connect with me, sit still in the poses, you know, learn something new. And I got that excited about it that I've now are in the middle of training to be a yoga instructor, just so I can add more value through my channels and through my platforms of really what yoga has done for me in terms of just connecting with myself and healing myself and loving myself again. So I'm really excited about that. And it's certainly a, a challenging journey to say the least, but I am, I'm really loving the process. And then with the other aspects of movement, the not only the physical aspects of it, of building yourself to be stronger, to have more endurance, to have more stamina, and also have more energy. You think that movement would deplete your energy, but it actually builds you up to have more energy. And yes, it requires energy to do some form of movement, but the actual philosophy behind it is that the more you move, the more that you're building that muscle to have more muscle in so many different areas as in like physical muscle, emotional muscle, and also mentally have the muscle as well. 
So I found that the more that I was moving, the more that I was getting this energy. And the more that I was having this energy, the more alive that I felt. And that, again, we all know this, it comes from endorphins. So the endorphins that you actually get with working out is, you know, again, scientifically proven to improve our mood, our emotions, and our bodies. What I found is that when I have a typically weak core, that my emotions are a little bit weaker too. So I've been really working hard lately to kind of build my core strength. So then I emotionally have that strength within my core to deal with life a little bit better. So there's so much we can get from movement that is more than just losing weight or more than just losing a few pounds or, you know, whatever that you see movement to be your fitness. It's much more deeper spiritually and emotionally. And if you can connect to that side of it, I promise you, you will fall in love more and more with movement every single day. And the more that you put that into your routines and rituals, that again, that we'll talk about how we can build that down the line, the more that you can have it into your routines and rituals where you just do something every single day, it creates that consistency. It's going to create that momentum. And then you're going to see the results far more quicker than what you would do if you were just stopping and starting all the time. So even if it's just simply going for a walk or doing a little bit of 15 to 20 minutes or 30 minutes of yoga from YouTube or following a hit workout from an app, or it could be that you go for a walk or a run in the nature, or you go and play a sport, you know, take up a new hobby. If you can do something, even if it's a little bit every single day, I promise you, your life will feel so much more different when you apply that element. Okay, so the other element that I really particularly love is mindfulness. Something that has really helped me, again, created within my routines and rituals is meditation. Again, I was introduced to this many years ago, but never really applied it. And then when I decided to be or embody it into my routines every single day, I felt my inner peace and joy come back to me. And it's not easy. (laughs) Meditation is not easy, but it's definitely something over time you get better at with anything, right guys? We give up so easily because we're not seeing the results instantly. And we have to be patient in our processes in life, whether that either if, if, you know, if it is movement or if it is mindfulness and manifestation, we've got to be patient in the process. And it's something that I had to learn to sit with because I'm I do okay. <laughs> I won't say I don't do terrible, but I do okay with sitting still. I've definitely learned as I'm, you know, a busy mom, I'm running a business, I've got all this stuff going on, my own personal stuff. I've had to learn to sit quietly. And like I said on the previous episode, when I took myself away for four days and sat with all the emotion, that's when I started to create this love and appreciation for just being still. So even if it's five minutes or 35 minutes or 55 minutes, I meditate at some point during the day, even if it's just before I'm about to go to sleep and I'll do a meditation as I'm sleeping, whether that's I'm on a walk with the dogs and I will put a a certain frequency into my earbuds and listen to something in, in that aspect or whether it's I sit and do a guided meditation for 10 or 15 minutes it's so powerful, the power of just sitting still. I don't know if you've ever 
listened to or heard of a guy called Dr. Joe Dispenza. If you haven't checked out his work, I highly recommend giving him a look. When I was introduced to Joe a few years ago, I started to follow his work and the power of meditation and what it meant. And it really changed my outlook on it. And the more that I started to practice it, the more that I don't let the little things bother me. And if things do bother me, instead of reacting to them, you know, somewhat in the moment straight away, again, I'm not perfect. (laughs) I do react sometimes, but I will use that time to sit in the emotion and sit with all of the, I want to say lessons and blessings that are in that moment, but just spending 10 or 15 minutes meditating on something that has bothered you can really just slow down the heightened low vibrational feelings of what you're experiencing at that time. And instead, use that moment to look for the higher vibrational feelings. You know, what is this trying to teach me right now? What, What lessons can I take from this? What can I learn from this? And where can I move this forward in a more positive direction instead of reacting where it's probably going to create more of a negative vibration, isn't it? And a more negative pathway. So it's definitely been a difficult journey is meditation, but I've, I feel like I've really embodied it now and got to that space where, you know, I can just sit on a plane for 10 minutes and meditate and, and go into a little trance or, you know, sometimes I'm sat there with my friends and I can kind of go into a meditative state like, Katie, come like, where, where have you gone? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I was, I went on a bit of a, uh, yeah, a little bit of a process then. And that was interesting. And, you know, sometimes you have visions come to your sounds or insights or downloads. And it's, it's so beautiful and not just meditating, but journaling too has been a big part of my routines and rituals. Again, I'm not perfect, but I aim to do at least something every single day. There is a lot of, again, I don't like saying frustration. I try and replace it with fascination it changes the whole dynamic of something. It takes the aggression out of the word, I feel like. But I find that people are so fascinated when it comes to journaling that they get confused in what is the right way. And I'm here to tell you there's no right or wrong way to journal. Okay. It's your way and what feels good to you. My version of journaling is going to be different to everybody else's because it's my thoughts, my feelings, my paper, my pen, my words. However, If you feel like you need a little bit of guidance in getting started, I remember just looking at my journal thinking, what do I write? It was like a dear diary. This happened today. Like, What's the point? And then as I got used to basically like doing a dear diary journal or an entry is that the more that I started to do that, the more that I started to write and the more that I started to open up to myself and the more that I started to dig deeper And sometimes it takes me on a a journey that I didn't really know about. I'm all for writing. Everything I'm talking about right now, I could write all day long. I love writing. I love words. I love speaking, but I don't love it as much as writing. So when it comes to journaling, I really embody what I'm writing and how I'm writing it. So here's a few little pointers for you guys if you want to start journaling is to just do a few simple steps, which is one is 
what is the outcome of your journal? What What is it that you want to achieve from journaling? Is it to just document your life? Is it to express how you're feeling that you're kind of, you know, muddled in your thoughts and you just want to get it on paper? You want to be able to have this journal that you look back in 12 months time and you can reread some of the stuff that you wrote from a year ago and be like, wow, what a, what a difference. So my outcome for my journal is that I want it to be a documentation of, of my life really. And I wish I would have done, done journaling in the beginning of my business building days, let's say. If I would have known to journal then everything I was doing what I was thinking, the the ideas I had, the strategies, everything, that book would be worth millions. Because <laughs> I would love to go back and read the things I was doing. So after I kind of had that insight, I go, I want to document all the things I'm thinking and feeling. So therefore I can look back in time and go, wow, I had that idea and I didn't implement it, but maybe it's the right time now. And maybe I forgot about it. So I want to document my life basically. And I always start off with the things that happened that day that were, you know, positive. I then, in the middle of it, talk about things that wasn't so positive. Then I talk about the things and feelings that came up within the experiences of that day, where I feel like they really come from and what I can do either better or nurture that moment or nurture that feeling. And then I finish with the things I'm grateful for. And then also sometimes I put in there some visualization, some manifestation, you know, what I'm looking to work towards and what I want to achieve in my life. So when I'm putting it down on paper, my subconscious mind is documenting all of this. So I know to then make subconscious decisions to help me get from where I want to be, where I am right now to where I want to be. So journaling has been a big part of being more mindful I'm more mindful when I'm having conversations. So instead of, you know, always being on my phone when I'm around people is putting that down and really being connected with that person and not being distracted. It, yes, it's difficult. It takes practice. And again, I'm not perfect, but I'm trying to be more mindful of being more connected in that space with my friends, with my family. I have been guilty of around dinner time, you know, it's close by and replying to stuff that's happening. And typically for some reason, my, all my friends are messaging me around about dinner time. And I'm like, why is it always dinner time? You guys message me. I have all day where I don't, I'm not with my family. I'm not with Lake. And here we are, you're messaging me and you want an answer right away. But I'm taking some space back. I'm in parent vacation mode right now, which is horrible to say sometimes. I feel horrible saying it, but I've also embraced it. I've also embraced it as well, where Lake is with her father for four weeks. And I've had some real time to reflect in, in when I go back to England or when we go back to England is, is really getting a understanding of what I want to be different, you know, how I want our lives to be different. And one of the things that has definitely come up is I've not been with my daughter for four weeks. I haven't seen her for four weeks and it's been difficult, but it's also been a time to really understand myself more. And it's been incredible. It's been hard, but it's been incredible. And one of the things that I've realized is that because I've been missing my daughter so much that when I'm with her, I'm going to be with her more than ever, more present. And, you know, the time that she's in school, 
to time when she isn't in school, I can get all of my stuff done on my phone when she's in school. When she's out of school, I'm going to be more present as a mother, more mindful of her emotions, her experience of life, and and really diving into that more as a parent and, and being there for her more so than ever. Putting the phone away and putting the devices away until she goes to bed, I can pick up my device and, and get back to anything that I need to. So again, it, having that time for yourself is so important that you can be more connected to yourself and be more mindful of, of not only yourself and your feelings, but what you need to do moving forward. And I encourage you, ladies, mamas, I'm talking to you right now and giving you the permission to have, whether that's one day a month, is asking your partner or your spouse or, you know, your love of your life (laughs) to honor you a day where you can just go be, take a parent vacation for a day where you can just be. So then you can have that space to really connect with yourself, know what it is that you need to do, how you need to show up better and not come from an analytic point of view, but just to sit with yourself and reconnect with yourself. So not only you can be a better parent to your children, but you can be a better partner for your spouse as well. So that's just a little insight there for you guys. But yeah, journaling, how I came up with that I wanted to be more present with Lake is that I wrote I was missing her and it was a struggle, but you know what? It's also taught me that when I go back home, I want to be more present with her and more disciplined in the amount of time that I'm on my phone when I'm when I'm with her. Of course, like I it's never going to be that I put my phone away from 2:55 p.m. till 8 p.m. at night. That's you know, it's a lot of time. It's four hours, four or five hours nearly that um, I'm going to be put my phone away in a drawer. Like that that doesn't happen. But certainly in maybe five minutes every hour is just making sure that, you know, nothing's cropped up or whatever. But it's definitely learning to be more mindful of how much I'm on my phone around other people and certainly around my daughter so that she knows that I am present and here for her. So that's mindfulness, guys. And even though we've not even really touched the surface on mindfulness, but I have some beautiful tools that I can give to you guys. I'll talk about that in a moment. I have some beautiful tools that will help you and guide you and support you in building into these three elements and help you on that journey to becoming more connected with yourself, but also those around you and improve on yourself in in a beautiful way, you know, and dealing with some of the stuff that maybe have troubled you or is troubling you. So the th- third element I want to share with you guys is manifestation. My favorite. (laughs) As you can tell, I just light up around this topic because it's just, it flipping works. It actually works. And I have a a whole book recommendation um, that's in, is actually available, available in my ebook, which again, I'll share with that later. It really does work guys. I started using the power of manifestation 11 years ago when I wrote my first blog post about the things I wanted in life and not not from a ego standpoint but just I wanted I just wanted to achieve my goals right I just wanted you know the things that you want in life it's okay to want things in life I think we get so caught up in sometimes thinking that we we shouldn't want things and we, we can, we can want to want things. We can have goals and we can have aspirations. It's okay. And it doesn't make you 
ungrateful for the things that you have currently in your life now. So I was 23 years old. I was living at home with my parents. I was car sharing with my boyfriend at the time. I was earning little to no money working for the new family business. And I was a little bit fed up. So I thought, right, I'm going to I'm going to create a wish list of the things that I want for my life. And it's still up, it's still up there on the internet to this day. But I created a blog post all that time ago. And I I put on there that I wanted my own apartment. I wanted a mini countryman. I wanted this little sausage dog. I wanted a mulberry handbag. I wanted to go on vacation and not worry about it. And I wanted a pair of Ray-Ban sunglasses. So yes, all super material things, right? But hey. I was still learning. (laughs) By, I think it was 14 months later, I had ticked everything off on that list. And it was six months later after creating that wish list or aka vision board that I was walking into my very own one bedroom apartment that seemed literally impossible to get six months ago. I then a month later picked up on Christmas Eve, my own mini countryman that again, eight months later felt impossible to get. I remember being so broke that I had to, I couldn't afford to fill up my car. So I had to sell it. So then I was car sharing with my boyfriend. I would drop him off at work and I would continue on onto my place of work and then go home, sit at home and not be able to do anything because I was so broke. And picking up that car felt like I'd won the lottery. I felt so proud of myself and so excited that I was able to achieve something that seemed literally impossible. And over the years, having that manifestation mindset has really served me so well in that everything that I've put my mind to truly, and that has been aligned for me has happened. One of the biggest, most scariest goals that I had was that I I wanted to live in America. And here I am doing this podcast episode from America right now. But I had this huge goal of living in America. I had no idea how it would happen, when it would happen. But I thought I'd just see myself living there. I see my future family there. I, I see my life there. I see palm trees and the beach and the ocean. And yeah, and it was... 15 years later, I was living in America, living in palm trees and the beach and the ocean and and living my life. And yes, it might not have turned out to continue on that path. As I moved back to England earlier on this year, it's, uh, yeah, it was an interesting journey, but I manifested that too. I manifested being able to live in America The power of putting our minds to something, whether that's putting it down on paper, whether that's what we think about on a daily basis, you know, whether we're writing it in our journal, whether we make a vision board and put it up, put it up somewhere that we can see it every single day, is the simple form without getting too technical for y'all. Is when we put our mind to something, when we visualize it, when we see it, when we embody it like it's already happened our mind then starts making subconscious decisions in order to achieve that outcome or that goal or that experience. That's the simplest form of explaining how it works. And yes, you can put something on your vision board or your wish list and it might not happen for a very, very long time. But then you look back 
a decade later at an old vision board and you go, oh my God, I put a pair of sunglasses on there and I didn't even realize that I achieved it. You know, back then it was such a big deal, but maybe five or seven years later, you're like, it's not a big deal now because maybe you have the income to be able to just go out there and buy something like that, right? A manifestation isn't just about getting things. It's also about manifesting who you want to be and how you want to show up and what you want in your life and how you want your life to look like. So I'm going to be super vulnerable here with you guys now. Since obviously going through a divorce, I started dating about seven, eight months later from that point. And it was really interesting because I was watching The Secret, the movie. I can't remember the characters' names in it, but I do know that one of the main characters was called Bray. And Bray was this construction guy. He had a stable career. He was had positive mindset. He was a family guy, just a nice guy. He had a pickup truck, all this stuff, right? I thought, I want a Bray. I want somebody like that. And during my healing process, I was watching and just filling my mind with good things, right? I hate scrolling through TV, trying to find something to watch before, you know, my wind down time. I like watching something on TV, not all the time, but sometimes I can't be bothered scrolling through so many channels. So I go to the last movie I watched and somehow got into the routine of watching a secret every single day. And because I was just amazed by this character and thinking that is definitely some, somebody I need in my life. It was weird how I was in Starbucks one day working away and this guy came up to me, very similar looking to Bray from The Secret. And we got talking and I was like, oh, what do you do? And it's like, oh, I work in construction and have my own construction company. And But I was like, oh, that's cool. And found ourselves talking about very similar things, had a positive mindset. He had a little nephew, was uh, very family orientated uh, and all this stuff. So when he walked me back to my car, I was like, oh, are you parked far away? He's like, I'm actually parked right next to you as a pickup truck. I'm like, you can't make this stuff up. I'm like, okay, okay. I went and called my friend straight away. Go, you never guess what. And I told her the story. I says, Katie, you, you really need to realize how powerful you actually are in, in how you can manifest things into your life. Is it everything that you visualize comes to you? Do you realize that? And she went, you're like the manifestation queen. I was like, I know this is so weird. And anyway, so I've practiced this theory again, where another character from a Netflix series, this beautiful guy, I'm not going to say who or what, because, you know, some things are left private. <laughs> anyway, this character is uh, successful, very kind-hearted, has this kind of beautiful, big embodied hair, blue eyes, just his whole being is gorgeous. So I've been watching this Netflix series. It's got like four seasons and I, I watch it when I'm getting ready. So when I'm drying my hair or curling my hair or whatever I'm doing, applying my makeup, I'll spend a little bit of time watching this Netflix series. And I was like, oh, I need that guy. He's amazing. Like I am so in love with who he is as a character, who he is as a person and, and everything. His mindset, his his way of doing business and his relationships and just everything. I'm like, I need a guy like that. 
And then, hey, presto, I ended up dating a guy who is exactly like the guy from the character. Now, this isn't a pattern, by the way, where I go stalking people through different movies and series and stuff like that, going, I want, a, I want a guy like that, and it happens. No, I mean, I've I've met people mutually and, you know, gone on a date and, you know, it's been fun, but it's just not aligned. And the guy who's the construction worker, his values didn't really match up with mine very well in terms of um, his health and the choices that he made in terms of health and what he was putting into his body. And that sounds really vain. It does. But again, we'll, we're going to cover this later on in the series of how important it is to have values and to be around people with a line with that, because that not only makes you feel alive, but it also keeps you connected to who you are and you'll make strong decisions that are for you in the right way based on your values. So this guy, you know, my values of family, health, fun, adventure, loyalty, exactly like that. And you could say, well, fun and adventure is the same thing, Katie. No, adventure like is in travel. Like I love to travel. I can't do it all the time, but I do love to travel. But health is second and this guy would eat fried chicken pretty much every single day. And it just goes against my values when I'm going, oh, let's go to a vegan restaurant or let's go to this nice restaurant that has nice food. And, you know, they're wanting to eat Chick-fil-A or McDonald's. I'm like, I, that's just not me. Like I, I don't enjoy that stuff. So, and it wasn't just that one thing, but just things didn't align and that's okay. But I am more connected with myself in what I, you know, what I need, what I have to offer, who I am as a person, my values, do they match, match up with that other person too? So yeah, that's a whole nother episode in itself. But yeah, it's just very, very powerful how you can visualize something, how you can see something every single day and it come to you. So if you think about your dream car, right? Picture your dream car right now. Again, this has happened to me. I've always got my dream car. I've always visualized driving the car, what it, what the hood looks like when I'm driving through the countryside what color the steering wheel is, what color the outside of the car looks like. I visualize me getting into the car. I visualize me driving it. I visualize me picking the keys up. I visualize taking it through the car wash, like all of these things when it comes to getting a car. And I've managed to always somehow have that car in my life. I want to say it freaks me out, but it doesn't, but it does at the same time too. But have you ever thought about getting a car? And then you see that car everywhere you go. That is not only being more mindful, but it's also the power of manifestation. When you put your mind to something, you see it more. If you look around your place of work or your home or wherever you are right now and and identify how many items that you can see that is red, that is being more mindful. It's looking for specific things and identifying them in that moment. So, and that's what being more mindful is. And also having that power to manifest that thing that you want in your life. So it's such a powerful tool, guys. There's so many great books around manifestation right now. Manifestation seems to be the kind of hype word of 2022. But I think people are now starting to embody and accept that this is a very, very powerful tool that if you have it in your life and you can practice manifestation on a daily basis, You can have anything that you want in your life. I have so many book recommendations when it comes to manifestation that I'll be putting it into a blog post that goes out to my email subscribers every single week. If you head over to all the W's, I am katiejoem.com. 
put your email in there, you get a £5 off all of the ebooks that I have online. And in the ebook, it actually goes through some of the books there, but I'll be putting in the next couple of weeks a list of books that have really helped me in terms of manifestation and how they've empowered me to have everything that I want in my life. So make sure you go over to the website, guys, subscribe, and you'll see all of that. Another thing as well, we've talked about those three elements and how much they've helped me in my life in terms of my my health, my body, how I look, how I feel, what I've attracted into my life. And it's, you know, I've not even started yet. Like I've just moved back to the UK. You know, I've manifested a, a new car. Next is the house, you know, maybe a, a house here in Florida as well. Like I'm taking my time in terms of attracting that male in my life as well. I'm in no rush. I'm having I'm having fun being with myself and even more so having fun just being a mom as well and a business owner. Like when I'm not about chasing anything anymore, I'm about attracting and when it's right for me, it'll come to me. And that's my motto for me, for myself right now. I don't chase, I attract. What is meant for me will come to me. And that's what I'm living with right now. It's so beautiful. But all of these three elements that I've embodied not over the last 11 years, but even more so digging deeper into those the last 18 months is we have that space for you guys now to learn all of this on a more of a deeper level. Like I said, if you go to my website, you will see a tab up there called Move and Manifest. This is a beautiful space to dive into all of that, to be guided with me, to we do live workouts. I'll be teaching you guys yoga. We practice mindfulness we talk about manifestation, we do challenges, we do workshops, we dive into certain topics and really just, yeah, really learn more about ourselves, grow ourselves, inspire, but also to have a community of people who are wanting that for themselves too. So when you have a community of people all doing the same thing, it's so much more encouraging. It's so much more empowering. And you actually start to see results more because you are with other people who are doing the same thing too. So it's a beautiful community. I'm so excited about it. We are about to do a live workout in the group in you know less than 30 minutes time. So I'm excited to show up for everybody and get our sweat on and do a little bit of uh, Monday movement with everybody. And then Wednesday, we have um, a topic around mindfulness. And then on Friday, we do manifestation. And then in between is little, little, kind of little bits here and there. So if you're interested in joining, it's right there for you guys. It's a beautiful space. And I'm really looking forward to connecting with you more on these three elements. And throughout these series, we're going to dive into each individual topic with some guest speakers or even just myself and uh, really get to know the power of it even more. So with that being said, I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I look forward to connecting with you soon. And until then, love and light, stay beautiful and have a beautiful rest of your day. Take care, guys. <laughs>